1: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink.
0: What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox. We're going live today. It's a big fucking weekend. College football is dead to me this weekend. It is baseball time. The playoffs start tonight, as far as I'm concerned. The Braves and Mets in a three-game series at Truist Park for the NL East, joined as always by Dan
1: Holloway. You look excited. Oh yeah, big Fucking time! Hyped up and ready to go. The Phillies are actually winning today. They are. We were going to we were talking
0: about the Phillies in a little bit, but They've they got, got a, a, they got a doubleheader. Today, yeah, yeah. They, a, yeah, they had a makeup game with the Nats, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to do that. Yeah, um, yeah, the. Uh, it's unfortunate that the Braves dropped that game the other day.
0: Kind of humongous. We can start there. Speaking yeah. of fuck the Nationals, because uh, that was a that was a brutal game to lose. We couldn't afford to lose that game, and in fact, it was looking like it was going to go the other way for a lot of the night. The Mets had a huge comeback win yeah. against the Marlins. Um, yeah, I think they were down four. Yeah, and then the Braves kind of were never leading against the Nationals that game, mm. and. I had a little bit of a bad feeling about that game because I forgot who was. I was talking to you about it that day. I forgot who was starting for the Nats. I remembered, of course, once I started watching. Josiah Gray has been kind of tough on us mm-hmm. uh, last year and this year. Josiah Gray was part of the uh, Trey Turner Max Scherzer yep. trade with the Dodgers last year. He was a pretty high, pretty good prospect, I think, in the Dodgers system. Uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty
1: legit. He's filthy. He's he, got a uh, really good movement.
0: Yeah. So and he's been he's been tough on the Braves in particular. I pick I've been picking him up. Uh, for spot starts a lot in in fantasy throughout the year. ERA and WHIP aren't there, but it's really just a game. Like, in that situation, a fantasy situation, it's kind of just a roll that the dice. Like, yeah. Is it going to be, like, a good day with seven strikeouts, or is he going to get smacked around for four innings and then mm-hmm. leave? Um, pitched really well against Atlanta. We Our bats were dead even after he left. Um, for what it's worth, Finnegan's a good pitcher, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Finnegan a lot, if you remember him from those uh, Royals. Or at least the first Royals team that made the World Series. He came out. Uh, he had pitched for TCU in the co- in the College World Series that year, I think, in 2014, or mm-hmm. certainly pitched for them just that year. And then, um, yeah, came out as a rookie and pitched. I think like two huge innings against the A's in that wild card game. Finnegan's great. I like Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, that game sucked to lose. The bats were really uninspiring, um, and the Mets came back. So now instead of being tied to go into the series, we are a game down with six games to go. Three against the Mets. What do the Braves need to do to win this series with the Mets? By my just math, I guess you could call it that, I think we need to win five of our last six games to win the
1: division. Um, you know what? Maybe. I mean, if you want to take the guesswork out of it, then that's probably a safe thing to say. Like, you don't, you don't want to. Um, leaving nothing to chance. Well, you don't want to, you want to have your. You want to have destiny in your own hands. You don't want to uh, be scoreboard watching necessarily. Right. So sweeping this series would um, be a good start. I mean, there's still part of me that thinks the Mets will blow it because <laughs> they're the Mets and they've blown a fucking ten-and-a-half game lead already. Right. Um, and we'll see, right? I mean, this is a big series. To win this series, um, this, it's a good question. So tonight it's uh, DeGrom and Max Freed.
0: Mm-hmm. As good of a matchup as you'll see yeah, at any point.
1: Um, I think, let's see, the the last time... DeGrom pitched against the Braves. Um, it was, he gave up two earned runs, I think. We won that game.
0: We do have a weird habit of being very competitive in games, DeGrom pitches. Uh,
1: yeah, actually, that, that wasn't even the last one. So he pitched two games on August 7th and then again on the 18th, and we scored two and three against him, respectively. One, uh, I guess, oh no, he, they, they won the first game. 5-2, uh, but we scored two off of him, and then the second game we beat them 3-2, scored three off him. Um, scoring three runs off Jacob deGrom is like scoring seven
0: runs off a normal pitcher. Uh,
1: yeah, pretty much. I think the bats haven't looked great lately. Uh, they've been moving. the uh, if, it, if it tells you anything about how concerned uh, Snitker is with winning the division, he's been fucking around with the lineup a lot, trying to – like get something going, get something going, and fucking around for the playoffs maybe. Yeah, um, Michael Harris has been batting way higher in the order because he's been hot. Um, but the Braves strike out a lot under good circumstances. They strike out a lot. Yeah, I think they're third and in, in baseball, maybe second in strikeouts uh, as a as a as a hitting unit. So, you know, anytime you go up against a guy like Degrom, that's a problem. So. It's about approach against him. Like, this whole series is going to be about their approach in the first two games. Uh, nobody else on the Mets pitching staff has been pitching well, Ely, uh, starter-wise. Carrasco has not been good.
0: Will we see, I believe, do, who do we see? Is it DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett?
1: Uh, I believe so. Let me check. Uh, right. Yeah, that's right. And I,
0: Which is their three best
1: pitchers, I would, I would say. Uh, yeah, Bassett's been gotten dinged up a couple of times. Recently, by shitty teams, though, um, he's not—he's not really a concern for me at this point. But Degrom—it's about approach, right? So, how do you hit a guy like that? You fucking aren't gonna be super reactive to ninety-eight with movement. You can't do that. You got to sit on pitches, and you got to lay off pitches at the top of the zone and sliders low and away, particularly against Degrom, uh, and then against Scherzer, you have to think along with him. i do don't—I don't. I don't honestly think it's that difficult to think along with that guy. He doesn't pitch backwards much. He just is so precise at things that it's, you know, difficult to hit the way normal people hit. But if you wait on the outside of the plate for his sinker that runs back into the lower Scherzer. Yes. Okay. If you wait for his sinker that runs back across or around the knees to a right-handed batter, yeah, that's a tough pitch to hit. If you're looking for something else. But if you're looking for that pitch, William Contreras and Ronald Acuna will hit that ball 450 feet to yeah. right, to right, right, right center, or whatever. Right. So, you know, these guys are not. We've beat both of them this year already. And mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, we beat them in back-to-back games a month and a half ago. So the the team shouldn't be too concerned about that. But you do have to lock in here. And the good news is, some of the be- Braves' better players, uh, Michael Harris and Dansby Swanson, especially. The more, and, and actually Travis knows another one, the more pressure that's on, the better they t- tend to do. Yeah, they, I mean, they are... Uh, uh, and you could even add Rosario to that, to be honest. Um, he's been performing clutch as the year has gone on. Yes. I certainly did last year, so...
0: I think we talked about that last week. I am very happy to see Rosario mm-hmm. uh, back on, because that man is a fucking assassin. Yeah, Like, he is... Uh, we saw it last year, he carried an entire series. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was... Right, like I think we said this before, you know, Soler won the World Series MVP. Uh, Jock won, was there. Is no MVP for the DS, but Jock was the MVP of that DS against the Brewers. Yeah. and then uh, Rosario won NL MVP. But man, if you had to pick, like, he had so much more of an impact on that series than anyone else had on any other series. I mean, yeah. that was he. He did as close to taking over a series mm. as I've seen since maybe. You know, I haven't watched every series closely, but since from what I, from the series I've watched closely since like Madison Bumgarner even made a great
1: play in left field, which is not one of the th- ways you expect him to contribute, right? Typically, I yeah. mean, not that he's a bad outfielder; he's just not that good as, to make that play. But yeah, he's hitting three ten over the last month. Um, as things have started to heat up, he's gotten better. So I, I know part of that is getting healthy again. Like, mm-hmm. the, keep in mind, this is a dude that just a couple of years ago before he started getting shuffled around was a, a 25 to 30 home run guy driving in a hundred runs. So oh, yeah. it's not like this should be that much of a fucking surprise now that he's uh, got his vision fixed. Um, but yeah, those are, I, I'm feeling pretty good about this series. Um, as far as how to beat Degrom, right? I think you've got to, with him, you've got to sit on location and, uh, He's got multiple pitches that tunnel. Mm. So, you know, sit on location and go the other way, I think is how you beat this guy. And, and that, that's what, you know, Nolan Ryan in his autobiography used to talk about this shit. He like, I, I hated, like, I loved pitching to dudes that could hit home runs right. because I could get under their hands or I could throw a fastball right just out of the zone high and they're never going to touch it, but they want to hit it because it looks so juicy. Uh, but little Punch and Judy hitters, were like fucking. They would ding me up all the time. That's how he gave up most of his runs. Was a, a walk and a fucking double, right. You know, by by a fast guy. So
0: not that he faced this guy a lot, but like uh, Tony Gwynn type of guy.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So he's, uh, you know, if you if you want to beat a guy like this, that's kind of how you got to do it. Um, and you because, know, because you, you
0: can't really work counts against him. No, because he's just gonna pump strikes. I mean, he doesn't.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, so the his last game at Oakland, he threw, he had four walks, which is very atypical for him. I yeah. think that's the only game this season he's had more than one, um, which is, that that's what you expect. He throws strikes. Um,
0: I mean, yeah. Honestly, when you have stuff like that, I'm mystified that you would ever put anything outside of the zone. Yep. Honestly. Like, prove you can even touch this shit before yeah. I start trying to make you chase.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's a, I mean, you know, he's a fly ball pitcher, so he's... Up in the zone, and he's throwing low and away sliders to get you to fucking flail and pop up. Um, so what do you do with something like that? You guide that ball the other way. And if you're a you know a Ronald Acuna or uh William Contreras, who I hope honestly I don't know what his how he matches up against DeGrom specifically, but uh, just based on the way he hits, it seems like it might be a good idea to have him in the lineup for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just do that. You fucking use your power the other way. And the Braves have quite a few guys that have power the other way. So,
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, half that team can hit the— I mean, mm-hmm. even Swanson hits quite a few home runs out mm-hmm. to out to uh, right over that— yeah. I guess the porch isn't like that short, per se, but yeah. over the, in the, over that ledge or whatever.
1: You just got to try not to do too much. Uh, the lineup that they have listed for today on ESPN is Acuna, Swanson, Harris, Riley, Olsen, Darno, Contreras, Rosario, and Arcia. Uh, I don't know what happened to Vaughn Grissom. Yeah. I don't know if they – He's it's, still there? Yeah, I don't know if the team saw something that they didn't like with his swing or something, or there's some something going on behind the scenes, but he is not um, – he's not played in several days now. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with him, but Arcea has been hitting home runs, so who cares, right? Um, right. Yeah, Acuna does decent against him, uh, strikes out about a third of the time, but he hits 270 or so. Um, and then Austin Riley hits him pretty well, two home runs, five RBI and 17 at-bats. Um, Harris and Contreras have faced him six times total uh, between them, and they've struck out every time. So we'll see how that goes. Who was the outfield for tonight again? Uh, Acuna in right, Harris in center, and Rosario okay. in left, and I think maybe... Snitker is thinking the same thing I am, which is get Contreras with his oppo power in the lineup against this dude. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think Acuna would be playing in the outfield. Yeah.
0: Uh, That's, man, it's such a weird thing because Acuna is so physically gifted, Mm. but when you have Acuna and Rosario in the corners, I get really worried about the outfield defense. Mm -hmm. The other day, I was listening on the radio, but the announcer was saying Harris made some bananas catch off the wall Mm -hmm. that, like, if he didn't get... Uh, it would have been a triple because neither Rosario or Cunha backed it up at all. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was an atypical catch. Like it was like a great catch that should they, they should not have expected him to make essentially. And those guy and Rosario had a, I believe uh, an error that led to a run in the game. We lost. Uh, right. Uh,
1: he yeah. tried to f- kind of, yeah. I mean, he, he tried to short hop uh, a ball that was heading towards the gap you can make an argument that if he took the correct route, which was to cut back a little bit, a guy that fast was going to make it to second base anyways. Okay. Um, but you have to do the correct thing because it's the correct thing, and then the outcome is what it is. That right. He got an error for it, and that he should have because he took the wrong route and tried to make a great play when a good play would have sufficed. Right. Yeah.
0: And so. so that worries me a little bit, not just in this series, but in the – in the playoffs, but I mean, you know, whatever. Like Rosario, I want Rosario's bat in mm-hmm. the lineup, so I suppose that is what it is. Is tonight a must win?
1: Um, must win if they want to win the uh, division. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like assuming that that's.
1: I, I to be honest, I think if they don't win tonight, then they go into fucking setup for the playoffs mode.
0: You You know what's weird is they kind of already are because mm. Freed's going today, so he's not going to pitch again for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, and same with Wright, and, mm-hmm. and same with Morton, and Strider's already out until the playoffs. Right. So, you know, that is one nice thing about this. Either way, they've essentially already set their rotation, mm-hmm. um, which is good to see. Like, the last thing you want to see is, you know, Freed pitches like against the Nats on whatever day that was. Right. And then, and then what? He just doesn't get to pitch for, like, a week and a half?
1: Uh, yeah, that would not be good. I mean, I think, I, let's see. I'm looking on the board here. Technically, as it stands right now, Freed would pitch the last game of the season, but, but he won't. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And also, that last game would be uh, Al Contra, too. Yeah. So if we but, get. like,
0: will, will he if the division's on the line? Do you put him out there?
1: No. I don't think winning the division is that important. <sighs> Man, I just feel like such a peasant taking a wild card spot.
0: I really hope we don't fly a flag for it if we get a wild card this year. Uh,. <laughs>
1: I mean, how do you fly a wild card flag the year after winning this fucking chip?
0: I know, right? We do have a couple wild card flags up though, and it's kind of sad. Mm. Like, it's, I guess it's at least one thing when there's only four, even though I still didn't really like it then. But like, dude, like, there's three fucking wild cards per league now. Like, it's not,
1: it's not that much of an accomplishment. Yeah, but every other sport has been doing this for fucking ever. I know. I just fucking hate it. Calm down. It's like uh, flying
0: a national championship flag for, I don't know, never UCF? winning a national championship.
1: It's- unnecessary to yeah, weird. go after him while he's just sitting there fucking <laughs> producing the show.
0: Before the show started, we'll talk about the Phillies in a bit, but before the show started, Dan was like, wait, are the Phillies uh, not doing as well as they were? And I was like, you know they're playing right now. And he was like, eh, I only, I only pay attention in October.
1: Well, you'll start paying attention tomorrow then, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um. So for me, for this series, they have to win a night, I think. I think tonight is a must win and then only one of the next two. I I, At the very least, you have to take two of three. I don't Uh, think they'd necessarily pack it in if they lose tonight. No. But, man, you want to obviously be tied as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, I think they're going to – they wouldn't pack it in because Wright's going to pitch tomorrow no matter what because they're not going to let him sit for fucking eight eight days or ten days or whatever between starts. So they wouldn't be packing it in either way, but – um, they may start making some roster adjustments or uh, limiting innings or something like that. We'll see. Yeah, but yeah, I think winning tonight is important for if they want to win the division. Especially since you're running into Alcantara for the last game of the season. Like if you don't have it wrapped up by then, that's yeah. basically a playoff game. Although, you know, there's a reason that fucking wild card teams in Major League Baseball win so many World Series, and it's because time off during a baseball season doesn't help you.
0: It is not great.
1: No. I it, mean, it can help pitchers, but not, it'll never help hitters. It no. always fucks up hitting. Yeah. So.
0: And I guess sometimes it's just a matter of some hitters keep themselves better prepared, or maybe it's just mm. pure luck, to be quite honest. But, yeah, it could be. Um, it is what it is. I, it's an exciting series. I'm excited to watch it. I kind of love it when the playoffs start, you know, like a week early. I guess, mm. say, like last year we had the series against the Phillies to kind of decide the division. Yeah. What was that like? Was that also the second to last series of the year?
1: Uh, I believe it was yeah I think it was um I think it was either second to last oh look I'm just no reason to speculate it was either second to last or the um third to, last. third to last yeah yeah yeah. it was second to last we had Phillies and then the Mets okay
0: yeah no that was a blast um so Mets got to beat him tonight got to beat DeGrom, which honestly in some ways we t- tend to look better against DeGrom than we do against Scherzer Scherzer has f- at least this year, man, he has mowed us down a couple times.
1: Yeah. And but. he's he's coming back off uh off some rest as well. So that that isn't uh the best the best thing for the Braves, I don't think. Um, no. But you know if he, yeah, He's this. he's looked pretty sharp since he's come back. He's um, he's looked good. Let's see. He's pitched two games. I mean, against Milwaukee and Oakland, which are two of the worst offenses in baseball, but he only gave up four hits and a run combined in sixteen strikeouts in in those twelve innings. So yeah, it's
0: not bad. Well, at yeah. least he's not pitching many innings. Yeah, uh, which is which could bode well for the Braves because obviously Diaz or Diaz is uh, uh, the best closer in baseball mm-hmm. right now. But the rest of the Mets bullpen, not necessarily afraid of.
1: No, if they if they they need to stretch out uh, their pen or they need to stretch out their starters to fucking. At least six to have a good chance yes. to win a game. A
0: hundred percent. So for the Braves, and it's so hard to do against DeGrom and Scherzer. Um, but you gotta like work a count as much mm-hmm. as you can. Foul balls off. Even if you, you know, end up striking out on a one two count, like see I mean, just try to foul foul something off mm-hmm. anything, just that extra pitch, extra pitch. You know, get someone on base just to put pressure on them, right? Just to make the 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 pitches a little more Like put a little more exertion on those pitches, a little more stress in the mind, like anything to put fucking pressure. I mean,
1: if I'm the Braves, if I'm uh, Seitzer and Snedeker and those guys, I'm I'm trying to get them to take the same approach that the Mets do. I mean, you have Alonzo who's only trying to hit home runs, but the rest of the team, they're just trying to hit the ball, you know? Yep. Um, and work the count, yeah, and which, work counts, which so they do very well. I think it's a good idea when you're faced against when you're matching up against a team like that. If there's something about um, having such a—I wouldn't say you're a radical strategy, but having such an ingrained strategy in your team that it doesn't just affect one side or the other of the ball. You know what I mean? Like a, right. a team that's trying to run the ball and control the clock and football often has very good defense, and there's a reason because they complement one another. Yes. Um, so I think you know if you just use their strengths against them i guess for lack of a better phrase um or or mirror their strengths that's a good way to win yeah
0: uh so it'll be an interesting series uh i am extremely excited to watch it but maybe we lose the division we are not the favorites to win the division now certainly being a game down with six left uh and going against what is probably the best pitching we'll see all october until we maybe face the mets again yeah like it, there's no one else that yeah. compares to this top two mm-hmm. Not even fucking close. Not even the Braves. Not even if you throw out uh, Freed and Strider game one, game yeah. two. I mean, it's insane. Um, so this is a good test for the play. Honestly, where we feel like we're on easy mode the last couple, like once we get in Yeah, the I mean, the last
1: two times we faced these guys about a month ago won both games, so.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Gonna be a huge... Gonna, gonna tell a lot about both teams, I, I honestly think. However, maybe we don't win the division, which would suck because I like winning division titles. But kind of interesting... Does the bracket shake out better for the Braves if we if we don't win the division? So right now, it seems more likely than not we're going to catch the Padres. Mm-hmm. I I'm fine with that. Do not fear the <laughs> Padres at all. Now, it's a three-game series. We could easily lose that series.
1: Sure, yeah, but it's like Musgrove and Darvish and Snell. Snell's well beyond his good years. Um, I, I assume that's who they're, they're going to throw because Clevenger has looked terrible this year. Um,
0: Snell's had a bit of uh, a a renaissance in the second half of this of this season he's pitched a lot better
1: yeah he has pitched better than he was uh, before but I you know just based on his um, season so far and how the Braves had lefties I'm not terribly concerned about that guy
0: I'm not and I'm not concerned about the Padres in particular yes they have Juan Soto now who you haven't heard much from for a fucking reason yeah Uh, because he's in San Diego bullpen not that great lineup outside of Soto
1: what's there uh, Machado's, uh, he, he's very good. Yes. Anyone else?
0: I mean, really, like, what are you, Hosmer, Cronenworth?
1: Nope. Uh, Cronenworth can give you some tough at-bats sometimes, yeah. but the rest of that offense is not good. I, actually, Josh Bell can be tough. Oh, uh, I forgot they got Bell, well. too. Bell can um,
0: can be tough, but I, I, he's never a hitter I'm afraid of unless the situation's really dire, or yeah. maybe it's like 1-1 one, one or one nothing. You know, like, I'm always afraid of a solo homer from him, mm. but like... I don't know he he doesn't scare me. it's not like,
1: oh, fuck, Josh Bell's up next, yeah,
0: I think to for Josh Bell to beat you, you have to make a mistake
1: uh yeah, he's got he's sliders low and end give him a lot of problems, yeah, and the Braves have that in spades it's um,
0: it's it's the type of thing with Bell where like I never get the idea from his at bats where he he doesn't work you into making a mistake, he mm-hmm. doesn't put pressure on you, he's just waiting for a mistake,
1: and if the mistake doesn't come yeah he's. Not going to get a hit. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about, I don't know what's going on with Soto this year, to be honest. Just a down year. I mean, um, honestly,
0: I feel almost, you know, what's going on with Acuna, right? I mean, obviously he was hurt and stuff like that, but Soto in particular, I feel almost bad for in terms of like, everyone's like, what's wrong with Juan Soto? Why isn't he on having the same third year that Albert Pujols had? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people were, including myself, and I think he is a very Pujols esque type hitter. Like, this guy's the next Pujols, blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, Pool's just hit his 700th home run. Like, not no one is fucking out. Pool,
1: no, certainly not. But Soto's got to grow up a little bit. Well, like, what do you think is? is I think is, it's is the. Issue? I think it's the same thing that happened with Ichiro. You you fall into this identity of being somebody who has a high batting average in Ichiro's case, or a high on base percentage in Juan Soto's case. And yeah, it's cool that you walked 134 times this year, but you're a fucking power hitter, and you have 61 RBI. That's unacceptable, right? Even on a bad team. Like a shitty, the shittiest of teams, <laughs> you're going to have 85 RBI for a guy like this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like you at some point you have to sacrifice some of those walks and, and hit the fucking ball.
0: Well, and the, that's the thing, too. It's interesting. I mean, his slugging percentage is only 453. Yeah, it's I mean, not good. So, under anything, he should never be slugging under 500. No. Ever. Um hilariously the lowest, tied for the lowest uh, WRC Plus of his career,
1: mm. a meager 146. Yeah. Um, I, they, they like walks, for sure. And he, he, doesn't, he doesn't strike out that much either. No. Like, but I would rather have, frankly, I would rather have a Juan Soto with 130 strikeouts, uh, 100 walks instead of 150, which is probably what he's going to end up with, and 35 to 40 home runs and 110-plus RBI instead of what I'm seeing here.
0: Yeah, I mean, 26 home runs is fine. You definitely want Soto. If Soto's on your team, you want 30 minimum, right? RBI, that's situational enough, where 61's still super low, but I don't know, if he was at 75, I'd be like, all right, well, he played for the Nats. That's whatever. But, like, 243, 405, 453. Well, he, that, played,
1: he played for the 2021 Nats, and they fucking sucked, right? Yeah. And he had 95 RBI.
0: One hundred, Yeah, for sure. Two, but, like, so this slash line, 243, 405, 453. That's what you want to see out of, like, 38-year-old Juan Soto, Mm. right? Like, that's what you expect to get out of old man Soto. Young Soto, what is he, fucking 23? Like, he should be a rookie, and he's played for five years. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he needs to be hitting 35 homers and and hitting 280 at least. Uh, It's not ideal. Not what you... Not what you want out of Soto. Um, but yeah, the Padres don't scare me. They scare me way less than the Phillies or Brewers. I'm not nece- and I'm not t- necessarily super scared of any of those teams, but the Phillies, that lineup, can fuck you on the wrong day, and they do have a good top of the rotation. Mm-hmm. And the Brewers, obviously, Woodruff and Burns. I don't want to fuck with that.
1: Um, I'm not. I know I don't, their offense is terrible. Their offense is bad, and their, their bullpen is not great anymore. They still have Devin Williams, who I like.
0: Um, their bullpen's okay. It's okay. It's, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not amazing, but but the the Woodruff and Burns, that's brutal. Mm. And then so is Nola and Wheeler. Um, yeah, I, I, I the Padres to me, I, there's just nothing there with them.
1: Nothing that I'm worried about. I mean, it's I guess it speaks, It says something that they didn't completely collapse this year like they did last year. Right. I mean, that's yeah. an improvement. Yeah, but it's not a good even, like, team team.
0: You know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried about them gassing each other up in the eighth inning when they're down two runs. They might now. They might still come back. Yeah. But I'm not worried about that team uh, uniting around a common cause.
1: No, I don't. Machado is not really a leader. No. He's the best player on that team right now. No. Tatis, obviously not even close
0: to being there. Soto is a new guy uh, and 23 years old. Uh, I don't think anyone gives a shit what Eric (laughs) Hosmer says anymore. No. So, yeah, I mean, who's, who's there to lead anything? I, I would love a matchup. If the Braves don't win the division, personally, I would love a matchup with the Padres. I think that's a... And, and the other thing with that, too, is so... Going beyond that, the other thing I don't want, and this might be my own personal thing, I, I always kind of get fucked with this, but I don't want any piece of the Cardinals. Mm. I don't want... It feels like a devil magic year.
1: Could be, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't I'm not terribly concerned with them either, although they do have three of the top well, the the top two wins above replacement position players in the national league, and I think the fourth as well, Tommy Edmund, I think is fourth or yeah, something like that. And uh Pujols is third on that team in home runs. Pujols mm-hmm.
0: is actually having a good year. I think his WRC plus is over one thirty or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, and honestly, like this is Pujols last season. It's Molina's last season. It might be Wainwright's mm-hmm. last season. It's certainly their last season together, obviously. Goldschmidt is the MVP. And honestly, Wainwright and Nicholas are good enough to give you trouble. With all of those things combined, their closer, uh, what's his name? Helsley, yeah. the guy who was all pissed off about the chop um, in 2019 or whatever. Yeah. Fuck all of that. I don't want to deal with any of that. I'm happy being on the opposite side of the bracket from them. And, the, and one of the other reasons is because I don't... So losing the division and putting us in the wild card puts us on the same side as the Dodgers. I know the Dodgers are going to win over 110 games probably.
1: Mm.
0: I, we've talked about this all year. I just... They, again, they could kick the shit out of us, but I just don't feel that afraid of them.
1: No. They're, I, honestly, I think their team last year was better.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: Quite a bit better. I just think that the National League West is worse. The Giants are considerably worse. The Rockies even were worse this year than they were. Not, not, I don't think their record was worse, but they had nothing the yeah. whole year. Um, and, and most of, you know, this is how it goes because of divisional play, but most of the fucking Dodgers' success came against the National League West. Mm-hmm. They lit the National League West on fire. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. They're, they have a good team, obviously. Um, oh no! No players. question. About they that. have they have experience in the in the playoffs, which also counts for a lot. Well, um, so do we at this point. Yeah, we. I mean, the the nobody I, I think has more experience as a as a unit than uh, us and the Dodgers and the Astros over the last what five years. I mean, probably. that would make so, sense. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> yeah, it's like I don't really worry about the Cardinals either. To be honest, I mean, I know they have. Goldschmidt and Arenado are tough outs. Um,
0: we did win the season series with the Cardinals. Yeah. Not that that matters. We won the season series with them in 2019 when we yeah. lost the, uh, the division series to them. A division series we should have won to be quite frank. Yeah. But.
1: But, but having Edmund, Goldschmidt, and Arenado all in a row to pitch to, that's tough. But they don't have the same kind of...
0: Oh, and my guess is Pujols probably plays every day. Uh, you would think so.
1: Probably. I don't know. We'll see. Who else would you da? I mean, Juan de Pez, essentially would be the uh, other one. maybe. Yeah, maybe it depends. I don't know if they're. Um, I don't know if they're going off splits. Although his second half splits are basically even um, between right and left handers. So the I don't pools. Know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, he's hitting righties too. Um, I,
1: it's probably. I mean, you don't want to get sentimental. It's about who's hot at the time. He's been pretty good lately, so maybe they start him every game. Um, but yeah, like uh, there. To be honest. Now, I don't think their pitching is very good.
0: Yeah. And it's no guarantee we would see the Cardinals. Because they would be playing either the Phillies or Brewers.
1: Yeah. Pro, I still lean Phillies. Um but the Phillies have the highest ceiling out of any of the wild card teams, hundred percent for sure. Actually they have a higher ceiling, I think, than the Cardinals who are going to win their division. But they also have the lowest floor. <laughs> yeah. Um maybe I, I guess probably Milwaukee has the lowest floor. Uh, yeah. Because their offense stinks, but, um, yeah, Philly can look like the bad news bear sometimes, which is not great, you know, but if you get on a run, you know how it is, you get on a run in the playoffs, fucking shit. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: I mean, look, I mean, everyone was out on the Braves last year. No one gave a shit. We won 88 games. Or something yep. like that, which is what Cleveland is at now. So they're going to end up with probably over 90 wins, mm-hmm. I would think, although they clinched the division already, so they may.
1: Well, they're playing, I would assume, divisional games at this point, and it's all central, and the central fucking sucks. <laughs>
0: right. Um, so, yeah, I, you know what? I, I'm kind of good either way on winning the division or not winning the division in terms of how the bracket shakes mm-hmm. out. But there is an interesting argument to be made that Padres, Dodgers – uh, and then whomever in the NLCS is an easier uh, uh, path than, you know, I guess getting a bye, winning a mm. uh, de facto first-round win helps. But then I think the Cardinals and call it the Phillies, Cardinals and Phillies are more dangerous. They're very dangerous divisional round matchups.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: It, I don't know. If I don't you, know what I you take.
1: If you balance on a sliding scale the the – their talent and their you know desire to win um obviously that makes them more dangerous than a team like the Dodgers or the Braves who have won recently I think mm-hmm. although the it's the Braves have the good fortune of having multiple new players Olsen uh and then uh, several rookies that haven't won there before Oh Harrison Strider for yeah. sure so I mean that helps I believe
0: it does and <sighs> I guess the other thing of winning the division, the thing that you really want is the Braves are just so good at Truist, mm-hmm. which has become a massive home field advantage, I think, about as good as you can have in, in baseball, that you want to play as many games at Truist as possible.
1: Yeah. I mean, there. let's see, 40.
0: I think their record's pretty even home and road, but in the playoffs last year, I think we won. I think we were massively over 500 at home.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I mean, we didn't. Well, we were massively over five hundred anyway. We never faced an elimination game last they, year.
1: They're like a six seventy seven at home yeah. this year, and a, about a five seventy eight, I think, okay. on the road. So it, they're quite a bit better at home. Are I you, believe we didn't lose any games at home until the world. We only
0: lost one home game last mm-hmm. year in the playoffs, game five of the World Series, because we won uh, both games at home, right in mm-hmm. against Milwaukee, because that went four four games. The Dodgers won two games against us, both in L.A.?
1: Uh, I believe so. I don't think we lost any road games until game...
0: We went up 2-0, and then they won, I think, game three. And then we won game four, and they won game five. And then we came back at home and won game six.
1: Um, Let's see. We lost At at Milwaukee. We lost at L.A., and at L.A. And then and won then, at
0: Houston, and then Houston finally beat us in Game 5 of the World Series.
1: Yeah, Game 5, and then we won Game 6 in Houston. Yep.
0: yep. So we lost one game at home last year in the playoffs. So, massive, massive home field advantage.
1: Yeah, sure. certainly. it's. Uh, I mean, you want to be there anyway just to be able to get into your routine and shit. Being on the road and, I don't know. I, there's something comforting about it, I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I never really cared. I, I When I played in high school and shit, not that that matters, but... I think I always did better on the road because I was more angry. (laughs) But not everybody's motivated by that. Yeah. Some people are
0: soft. Uh, Before we get into the rest of the episode, we do have a sponsor. That is MyBookie.com. Head to MyBookie.com today and use the promo code Bros to double your deposit up to $1,000. The way that works is um, you make your first deposit. Whatever that amount is, you know, maybe you put in $200, you want to bet $200 on, on college football this week or the final week of baseball, whatever. Uh, if you use the promo code drinking bros, they will give you, they will match that $200. So if you put in 200, they'll give you 200 and they'll do that all the way up to a thousand dollars. Uh, so whatever you put in, they'll double up to a thousand dollars with the promo code Drinkin' Bros. Obviously, got another weekend of college football, some uh, pretty fun NFL games this week, Chiefs, Bucks, that type of thing. Uh, Arkansas, Alabama in college is going to be a great game. Don't hate Arkansas covering or even the money line on that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of fun games to bet this week, and again, you know, big baseball games as well. Lots of good props, all that stuff. MyBookie, you can bet freaking anything. So head to MyBookie.com, use the promo code Drinkin' Bros to double your First deposit up to one thousand dollars. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, with my bookie. Uh, next up, I will pay. I'll just give my bookie money the way they're giving us money mm. uh, to to keep Jake Odorizzi off the playoff roster.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure they have that authority, unfortunately. But
0: <laughs> well, no, I'll just like the way my bookie gives me money. I'll give money to Alex mm. Anthopoulos or Brian Snicker or whomever will just keep. Jake Odorizzi off the ball. I'm out. I'm out on Odorizzi.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why they would keep him on, to be honest. Aside from just having success in the playoffs before, I guess there's something to be said for that. But um, he's, I I don't know. It's not good.
0: I think we're better off with Bryce Elder coming out of the bullpen at this point. Yeah.
1: The last month since he's been with the Braves, he's got, uh, let's see. Batting average, get the fuck out of Who, here. Who, Elder? Uh, no, uh, Jake Rizzi. Oh, yeah. He's, He's been, got like a 788 ERA.
0: He has not been good. His, I mean, dude, he, he was getting, like, he only let up two runs against the Nationals, mm. but I mean, it was a struggle to yeah. keep it at two runs. And I know Rosario had that error, <laughs> but that error was still obviously on a fucking hit that could have ended up being a double anyway. Like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, Odorizzi was get counts were getting worked. He wasn't hitting his spots. He wasn't throwing fucking strikes. A ton of the outs were fly balls. He's kind of more of a, a ground ball guy, right? Yeah. And he, w- I think the first seven or eight outs were fly balls. Nothing was working correctly. And honestly, that's the Nats. So imagine what a fucking playoff roster is going to do against, even if it's in relief, whatever, just against that inefficient of a pitcher.
1: Yeah, he's got four starts. September seven eighty eight ERA so it's fourteen earned runs in sixteen innings. There's no point in putting him on uh, the playoff roster. Frankly,
0: I think Bryce Elder needs to take that spot, even coming out of the bullpen.
1: Well, the Braves have had in each of the last two seasons at least, if not. No, Soroka missed nineteen, didn't he?
0: No, he played nineteen, missed twenty. Freed was out of the bullpen in nineteen. Ah, yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, the Braves have had extremely good success with bringing rookies in to pitch mop-up innings or even, in some cases, start in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, I don't know if the kids are just are too dumb to understand they should be stressed out about it or whatever right. it is, but you also have to think about who's got the hot hand right now. And and since he got recalled, uh, Elder's been lighting it up. He's been incredible. He started three games. He's averaging almost seven innings a game, so 20.2 innings in three games. Uh, one earned run.
0: Yeah. In his last 30 innings, uh, one five zero ERA, .93 whip, and his K percentage compared to the first half of the mm-hmm. season when he was up before Strider took the last spot mm-hmm. in the rotation uh, has jumped from 13% to 25%. Yeah.
1: To be honest, they should have sent uh, Ian Anderson down at the same time as Elder, and he would probably be coming back successful by now, but... Next year. Yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, I think Elder's a much better choice for that. Um, But there's there's a possibility they bring them both, I guess. They're both on the roster right now, but they got to send somebody away when Strider comes back. Right. I I think. The postseason roster, are they still 28 now? Uh, I don't know. Like the regular season, I believe they started at 28 and they brought them down to 26, and then they expand for postseason maybe.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's right. Um, 26 players is how big it'll be. Mm, 26. Yeah. Okay. Um, and 13 active pitchers. So you can only have 13 pitchers. So. Um, but, I mean, he's been way better. And like you said, like, look, 2019, Freed was that guy, right? In 2019, the people forget. it's really, honestly, hilarious because Max Freed led the team <laughs> in wins that year. Yeah. But he didn't start mm. any games in 2019, probably to the detriment of the Braves. Mm. Um, but he was uh, effective uh, out of the bullpen as a long guy, essentially. Like, okay, the starter's thrown... You know, three or four good innings, but they're they're seeing him well, and yeah. he's thrown maybe sixty five pitches. Let's get another game there. that was huge. they're successful. Uh, Kyle Wright, I think he had one good game and one bad game in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he pitched okay against the Marlins. He got rocked by the Dodgers. Uh, also in twenty twenty, Bryce Wilson pitched five brilliant innings against mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Right. No longer with the Braves, uh, and then of course in twenty twenty one, Kyle Wright again pitching brilliantly in the World Series. Uh, to help us win game five?
1: Or I game don't remember which game was it. Yeah, it was. Four,
0: I think. It was game four. Yeah. Game four. Um, yeah. Uh, so, why not? I mean, we, we have to continue what we've done since we've had success in the playoffs, which is essentially being aggressive and creative.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, to be fair, uh, Elders doing all this stuff against Miami and Washington. So, you know, temper... Expectations, I guess. I yes. mean, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing to see him get another start before the end of the year. So if maybe uh if uh it doesn't go well in games one and two against the Mets, maybe throw him in there for game three against the Mets. Yeah. To get him against an actual team and see what he looks like. Yeah. Maybe gauge it that way.
0: That would not be a bad idea, to be quite honest. And yeah, there are caveats to this. So his uh, xFIP, his expected fielding independent pitching, is two runs higher than his ERA, mm-hmm. which indicates quite a bit of luck. Um,
1: yeah, but you're you're that you'd have to look at that since August and not not include April, right?
0: Uh, that is, I think that was in the okay. second. I'll have to double check that though. Um, and then he has not done well in mm-hmm. limited appearances out of the bullpen this year.
1: No, I mean he's. I, I don't think he would be uh a great bullpen guy. I think maybe use Morton for that if you're going to do it that way. And make him a playoff starter? Make Elder a playoff starter, yeah. Yeah, nobody would see that shit coming.
0: <laughs> uh no. And I mean, look, uh, um Bryce Elder has pitched in college world series games and stuff before. Mm-hmm. Uh or maybe regionals at the very least. Um so he he's pitched in intense games. He's mm-hmm. he's pitched big games. That's why I like college pitchers, to be quite yeah. honest. Uh, not that you need to do it. Freed was not a college pitcher, and he has looked uh, fantastic in all his postseason appearances. Um, but, yeah, I, it's – I just don't see how you keep Odorizzi on with how bad he's looked, and I don't care if there are question marks with Elder. I don't care that there are – I don't want to call them red flags, but, like, there are signs that maybe he's outperforming. Like you said, the quality of opponent, and then – just the, the potential luck factor and stuff like that, yeah. but I just don't fucking care because Oda Rizzi didn't look good against a bad opponent the other day.
1: No, I can't imagine how much worse Oda Rizzi could be at this point. Like, how much worse could it be than the performance that he's turning in? Right. You know, you're. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you would be better off uh, bringing in somebody entirely new from the fucking minor leagues. Just
0: bring Ian Anderson back up if you're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like... See if he can figure it. I mean he he's thrived in the playoffs. Every year he's pitching them. Yeah, and
1: they picked up this dude, uh Silvino Bracco from uh God, where did he come from? Um the He was, I think he was part of Um He was
0: looks like he was on the D backs and the Red Sox.
1: Yeah, but I don't remember what hold on, let me see. I can't uh, remember where he came from. We traded for him a couple of months ago, I think. And he hasn't really, I think he's he was up for one game at some point, but he didn't. Okay. Yeah, he pitched like one inning, but I don't remember. Hold on, let me see.
0: So they sent Kyle Muller Mo- to Gwinnett to get him. Yeah. Um, Let's
1: see, where'd this fucker come from?
0: They acquired him from the Red Sox in exchange mm. for cash.
1: Okay, I see. Yeah, he's a, he's a very... Uh, uh, Rizal Iglesias type pitcher. In he's, what way? He's got uh, a tunneling fastball and a sharp breaking ball. A tunneling that to uh, uh, that cuts and sinks. Yeah. Um, so he's he's been pretty tough uh, in Triple A, anyways. And to be honest, uh, most of his big league appearances, he's not been good. So I don't know uh, what they're thinking here, but it, it looked like he was having a pretty decent performance in AAA, so that might be helpful in the bullpen as well. You know how it is in the postseason, though. You're just looking for arms. Uh, um, yeah. And I think, you know, you're looking at um, Colin McHugh as a mop-up dude, probably. Um
0: has putting in some high-leverage situations. Yeah, although- sure, he
1: can do it. I'm just saying, like, it, it's Iglesias, Mentor, and Matzig are the three bulls. They come out before the ninth. Yes. Uh and then, you know, obviously we have to fucking ice skate with Jansen after that. But um yeah, I we're, we're in a pretty good spot, I think.
0: Bullpen wise? Yeah. I would agree, and you still have Jesse Chavez out there. Yeah. Um and then uh Lee and uh Stevens. It's a deep bullpen. It's I, deep. I don't know what Yates are yeah. we even gonna keep Yates on the run? I mean, probably, but
1: he's uh on the fifteen day I. L right now. Okay. But he's uh He's still got time to come in and get a couple of innings in before the postseason starts, although he's sucked this year. so He's
0: not been good. He, we, we re, I really thought he was going to be a, mm. a help to the team, and he is not. But, you know, not every move works out. What the fuck ever. The bullpen is, I like the depth. Even with Jansen a closer, the mm-hmm. depth is fantastic. So, that works. That's good. Uh, getting away from the Braves uh, for the end of the show. Talked about the playoffs a little bit. The Phillies up 3-1 on the Nats in the 8th. Uh, they are up currently, I believe, a half game on the Brewers. Uh, soon to be a game if they hold on uh, for the final wild card spot. Uh, they, were, they had a better lead. They've been kind of choking it away a little bit. Brewers have been coming on strong as well. Here's the first question. Good or bad for the Phillies that they end the season with three games in Houston?
1: Um. I mean, bad that they're on the road, but probably good that Houston's not going to be putting in a lot of effort.
0: You would think that they definitely won't see Verlander, even if he has a start, even if he has a turn
1: in the rotation. If he, if they, if he, they see him, it'll be for like three or four innings, maybe right, just to stay yeah. warm. Yeah. So that's that's good. I mean, I I wouldn't expect them to see any starter go deep. Uh, you got to think. Well, let's look. I don't know what.
0: So their rotation for the postseason, I imagine, would be. Uh, Verlander, Framber Valdez, and, uh, fuck, who's the other Houston starter? Javier.
1: Really Garcia is good.
0: There's one dude who's been crushing. Maybe it's Framber Valdez. might be Harvey. Oh, Javier. Christian Javier. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they've got good pitching there. So they've – Valdez is set to go tonight, then Javier, Garcia, Verlander. That would be October 3rd. I, I honestly, he probably will see Verlander because – Houston's going to have a first round bye. They got the best record in the league. Yeah. Um, he may end up seeing uh uh what's that other fucker's name? The the five starter and then I don't know if they'll see Valdez again for the last game of the year. I mean, maybe for again for a couple of innings to keep him warm, but they're not if if Valdez doesn't make his next start 30th. When does the second round of the playoffs start? I mean, he's going to go 2 weeks without pitching. Yeah, yeah, true. But, you know, they just did that for Verlander to give him some time off. So,
0: well, also, uh, I'm, I totally forgot about this, but uh, McCullers is back. Mm. So, Lance McCullers will be in there too. So, it'll be Verlander, McCullers, and McCullers. Is, he's only pitched forty-one innings this year, but yeah. two thirty-eight ERA, one two-five WHIP, looking good. Uh, I think he beat yeah beat Tampa Bay the other day. Um, so, it'll be Verlander, McCullers, Christian Javier, and I would guess Framber Valdez will be the fourth.
1: Probably, yeah. You would think so. I mean, they've got uh, – they'll have Aaron Nola, uh, Ranger Suarez, and I don't know who else going for him after that. I, I doubt it'll be – if they're trying to win still, it probably won't be the dude that's listed on there. Yeah. Uh, Falter or whatever the fuck his name is. It'll probably be Wheeler. But, um, yeah. they. I don't know. You, I wouldn't expect them to throw too many innings if they do see their heat.
0: Uh no, not at all. I, again, it would just be warm up starts. Against a good lineup too, you know, like one more
1: yeah. situation. Yeah, their offense isn't the problem. No, no.
0: Um so the Brewers coming on strong. So my question to you is two things. One, who would you rather watch in October? The Phillies or the Brewers?
1: The Phillies. The Brewers stink. I hate like I, I enjoy watching a good pitching matchup just like anybody else, but not one where the offense sucks this bad.
0: Right. not one be where the pitching matchup is good cuz one of the teams offenses is yeah. absolutely endemic. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, so, the this is this this Brewers team, their offense is one of the worst I've ever seen on a playoff team since like a night the 1980s Cardinals teams that used to make <laughs>
0: that it. That just didn't hit home runs. Yeah. That I, I mean, is there uh so would you also rather play the Brewers in October if you had to choose?
1: Um Yes, with the pitching we have, yeah. Sure. This is not a hard lineup to no, to I, deal with.
0: Unless you, again, like make a mistake to Rowdy Tellez.
1: Yeah, I mean, but still, that was the only fucking moment in the game that really mattered, or in that series that really mattered.
0: He hit two home runs off us, so was, and yeah. that was about the only offense they had. I
1: think they scored three runs in the series, so... Uh,
0: it was not a lot. It, they were pretty fucking bad. Um So yeah, I'm rooting for the Phillies. I'm I'm a Phillies guy. Also, Dan has quite a bit of money. Or not quite. You don't have a lot of money on the Phillies, but you, if you if they win the World Series, you make a lot of money. You make four grand on what, like a fifty dollar bet, hundred bucks. All right.
1: I'm gonna need a cut of that. Obviously. We did advise you. Yeah.
0: Um. Other than that, the 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 uh, we're gonna do a playoff preview next week. But the 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 playoff lineup is pretty set. It's just a matter of who plays who at this point.
1: Uh, for the National League, yeah. Um, for the American League too. Well, yeah, I guess it is now because Cleveland finally clinched. Um, man, White Sox and Twins are v- huge disappointments. You got to think Rocco Baldelli is going to get fired. Yeah, LaRusse is probably going to get replaced as well. I mean, he's not. He's already away from the team. Right. He's not um, coming back. I think now it's uh, yeah, who's going to play whom? Because, well, technically. If Tampa Bay loses all the rest of their games and Baltimore wins all the rest of their right. games, but that'll get settled today. Uh, one of the, I mean, even if they both, well, I guess if they both win, they're not playing each other, are they? Who is Baltimore playing? Now they're playing the Yankees. Um, yeah, I, I guess technically it could happen, but the magic number for the Rays to clinch the final wild card spot is one. Right,
0: and that means all they have to do is win,
1: or Baltimore lose. Yeah, either way. So, yeah, we'll see. Um it'll be the AL will be interesting though. Like the Blue Jays are super young. Um I'm not sure they've got the pitching to compete. They do have Gosman, uh, who's got who's got playoff experience, but I don't think um uh Barrios has actually been pretty good or was pretty good with Minnesota in the playoffs a couple years, but I don't know that Manoa has any playoff experience. I don't yeah. think he does. Hold well, on, look. Um, no. Blue Jays
0: will be interesting. Yeah. People just really haven't been talking about them all year. Mm -hmm. They feel very much (laughs) like an almost like the Braves team last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot of talent. Um, a above average, very competent, but not dominating rotation.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say they've got, they're four deep in their rotation. They're not four elite deep, but they're four deep.
0: Yeah. And, um, Good
1: closer. Romano's been good this year. Um, Um,
0: Yeah, bullpen's fine. Um, Offense
1: is pretty good now that they've moved on from uh, Cabin Biggio. RIP. Yeah, I mean, he's just not good enough. But, yeah.
0: This is funny because the AL playoff picture, and we'll get into into a lot more uh, next week, but the uh, the AL and the NL feel like flip this year. The NL is a fucking gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And the AL is like, oh, there's some interesting... Teams, the Mariners, the, the Blue Jays, probably the Rays. I mean, the Rays are always the Rays. Yeah. And then you've got two kind of – got the two big teams. One of them feels like a paper tiger in the Yankees, and then mm-hmm. the other one, the Astros. They're the fucking <laughs> Astros. They've been the best team in the American League for the last five years.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Yankees close out the season. They keep winning games. They're on a streak right now. Um, like, what? if uh, Judge, let's say he hits – Number sixty-two tonight. Is there a letdown for the rest of the year? And does that carry into the playoffs? Yeah. Um, although I think for him, even hitting sixty-two, I think he's still playing for a contract. Like he's he's got a huge chip on his massive shoulder. So
0: at he the moment. 60, He's gonna hit sixty-two, probably plus home runs in the mm-hmm. regular season. Their last four games are against Texas, uh, at Texas, I believe. Yeah. Um, By the way,
1: I think, in my opinion, he's the single-season home run king because um Maris did it in 161 games. Babe Ruth actually hit his 100 or his 60th in game 151, which is the same game that Judge hit his 61st. Okay. So I think if, you, if people want to talk about that asterisk bullshit and it technically it was the 155th game of the season for the Yankees, so you, maybe you can penalize him for that, but it was his 151st and I think um that's he he's the guy now for me. I, I whether he hits sixty two or not.
0: I agree with that. I'm fine with that. Um, but man, can you imagine how much Judge will get if he also goes insane in the playoffs? Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, sixty one on its own is is you know bananas. But if he then does some big dick shit in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I mean, his he 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 gets whatever number he wants.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh... He's also not far ways. He's nobody's gonna catch him in RBI or home run, obviously, but he's only two points behind for the triple crown right now, that'll play a factor as well.
0: Yeah, um, that's the one thing I was gonna say too. Like he uh he is a lot more than just power.
1: Sure, yeah. Well, I mean lately he's had to to be because uh all these bitch ass teams won't stop walking him. Right. Um let's see, in the last one, two, three in the last two series, seven games between the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, seven, eight, nine, he's walked 12 times in seven games, uh, mostly because they're bitches and they're afraid to throw to him, yeah. in my opinion.
0: But, I mean, you know, career 394 OBP, career 284 uh, mm-hmm. batting average, like the guy does more than hit for power. Now, granted, he also has a 584 slugging percentage for his career.
1: Mm-hmm. So. But he's also playing center field, which is a premium position. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be thirty one about a month end to next season, so I assume they're gonna give him a ten year contract with two option years. That's probably what it'll be. Yeah, um, and you got to think it's gonna be somewhere around three fifty to four hundred mil, right? At yeah, least, like that's that thirty five to forty mil a year. And he a guy is like this. Uh,
0: <sighs> eleven wins above replacement, beating mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado by four whole fucking wins above replacement. Yep where is shohei ohtani the only other dude who even has an argument
1: yeah i heard some people talking about it the other day about ohtani um it's like if he wins again this year even after what judge does you just give it to him every year until he's out of the league right basically if he's uh if he's going to if you're going to give him the nod over somebody performing in one of the individual positions because he does both, uh, then he's always going to do that. Right. Like that'll be every year. So this year he's 15 and eight with a 235 ERA and 213 strikeouts with a 1.03 whip. That's one half. And then the other half is that he's uh, batting 275 with 34 home run and 94 RBI. Which is insane. Yeah, no, nobody is anywhere close to as impactful as this dude is.
0: So Shohei Otani has three point nine FWAR mm-hmm. and five point four, or I'm sorry, three point nine WAR uh, WAR from uh, uh, hitting and mm-hmm. five point four WAR from pitching. So he is at basically nine point three. Yeah, nine point three. Judge is at eleven. Um, you know. I don't know. It really is it really is more uh giving it, you would be giving him credit essentially for being really good at two things instead. Yeah, that's of,
1: fine, but uh you know he Judge is also doing it in the middle of a fucking pennant race. Right. And they're 9 and 1 over the last 10 games. Yeah. I think you got to fucking give him a nod.
0: I tweeted last night that Shohei Otani is the MVP, but the more I, yeah, I was pretty drunk. Uh I'll go with I I, I kind of think Judge. Like looking I did actually didn't realize Judge had 11 wins above replacement, which is Absolutely obscene. Yeah, it's nuts. I kind of figured he was sitting in the 9 range as well. Um, so, yeah, that's... if, if um, By the way, if Judge was also sitting in the 9 range, I would say give it to Otani. I don't care. But 11, a double-digit like that, yeah. I don't know how you say it. I was going to say, and the historic stuff he's doing, but to be quite frank, Shoei Otani is doing even rarer historic things
1: than Aaron Judge is. Uh, technically... There's only, there's three people who've hit 60 and only two have done this. So yes, technically more rare or rarer, 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 rarer. Either way, way, it'll be fun to watch, um, see how the season closes out. I'm definitely looking forward to this game tonight.
0: Uh, It's going to be a blast to watch. I'll probably, I'm pretty serene about it because we're in the playoffs. And like I said last year on this show, just punch your fucking ticket. Yep. Just punch your ticket. Especially in baseball. Yeah. And let the fucking, let, let the dice fall where they may. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's all I got. Yep. So you,